Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Way, the left-footed putter, puts it high in the air, and Turpin calls for fair catch. He dropped the ball, and Washington has it right, bouncing off his body. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. and That wasn't the Chargers preseason game, was it? No, there's a lot to choose from. 877-881-1053. What was the lowest point in the Cowboys' most thorough butt kicking of the season is what Jerry said this said about this. I don't know. Is that cut number 12, Reggie? Let's fire off cut number 12 from Jerry. Uh, we get to suck on that all week. And uh, if that doesn't make you want to uh, get ready to go in about six, seven days, nothing else will. And that was as uh, uh, thorough a butt kicking as we've had this year. Uh, we're going to find out if that'll get you ready or not. It uh, should with what these guys are made of. Uh, I'm, I'm frankly, they're, they're sound. They've got really outstanding players. And they're very physical. And uh, so uh, you can uh, basically uh, see a scenario where some of the physicalness that uh, were there, but uh, more important than anything is uh, 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 we get to, and I know you've heard that, and I haven't been down here, but uh, I've heard it. But uh, this one, you get to come back over a bad dream and uh, get to uh, Jimmy Stewart and have, to have a wonderful Christmas. All right, come back I got it. Week. Yeah, so all of that, their physical team, that was his coded language for, I thought that team sucked and we were going to win this game. You shouldn't look that out of sorts against any opponent, ever, especially the Washington Commanders. And, you know, you could say the Washington Commanders were, like, this close to being a playoff team, even though they're inept as well. Like, from top to bottom, they're inept in a lot of different phases. Name one way. Uh, Ownership. Okay. All right. Um... Their quarterback situations, though, sound. It shouldn't, <laughs> and it shouldn't happen. And I, I can only hope that the coaches use it. Here's my my problem, Kevin. I, I just feel today, and I, I know I've been, hey, over the last couple of weeks, I've been, look, your record is this. Be happy with it. And, it. and I am happy with what was the regular season. You went 12 and four. That's awesome. Is that the record 12 there? 12 5. Yeah, you, want, you want to add that? Crap. Last let's game take in? that one away. <laughs> You went I mean, the Cowboys didn't show up, so it's yeah. okay not to put it on the ledger, and, right? And that's the part of me, Kevin, that's 
Mike, that Reggie, that's really frustrating is what happens, what happened to, and Mike, I think this is where you are most frustrated as a Cowboys fan. What happened to being excellent? What happened to the desire to, on every day that you show up on the field, we're just going to go be great, and we're going to be better than the opponent no matter what. Yeah. We're not going to let something like that happen. And that team showed up yesterday, Kevin, looking like they had not run plays together. Like they, like they, I've never seen Dak Prescott and Dalton Schultz that out of sorts. And that's where I understand it's a game that you don't have to win, and it really doesn't mean anything if Philadelphia doesn't uh, wins. Or if San Francisco wins, it doesn't mean anything. But what what about being excellent and saying no opponent is good enough to be on the field that we're on today? And that's this team just I, doesn't have that right now. I, I wish I could remember the game, but you know, I think a lot of people watch the Chiefs because they're on the national game a lot. Sure. And I can't remember. I'm looking back at their schedule. It might have been the Titans game where they won twenty to seventeen, but he's Patrick Mahomes is getting interviewed on the field after the game is over. And he says, I played like crap. Yeah. And I can't play like that. You got to give it to the defense. The defense won this game, and I got to play better. Then they go to the post-game show or whatever, and they show the coaches and the players talking in the locker room for sound inside the, the locker room. And Patrick Mahomes gets in front of his whole team, everybody, and says, I played like crap, but we won the game defense great job you carried us offense we're gonna get better i'm gonna get better let's go chief something like that and i'm like that's when i know you're evaluating yourself correctly patrick mahomes won the game patrick mahomes i can't remember he might have made a drive late in the game to kick the field goal to win the game or whatever but he took it upon himself to tell the media to tell his teammates to tell his coaches unacceptable from me and they won yeah and so I feel like the Cowboys are horrible self-evaluators. Agree. And so now that they lost, I do like what Jerry said. I'm going to be honest. I think that Jerry sees it as this is maybe the wake-up call that this team needed, even though he needed one too, because he said on the radio, if you want to believe what he says, he said, we're playing great yeah. coming into this Washington game. And all of us have been saying, hey, they're winning, but don't you wish they were playing better? Like, that Houston game was pure luck. They won that game. Every other team would have beat the Cowboys by anywhere from 10 to 30 points. Very Washington-like. if they Because they played about the same as they played against Houston. They honestly didn't play much different than they did against the Houston Texans, except they played a competent NFL yeah. team, and so they lost by 20 points. I, I see this on the fan text a lot, and I think – that's where I am as well, is it's the, as I mentioned in Crosstalk, it's the back-to-back -back pick sixes. The one that was dropped, and they were like, you know what? We got something here. Let's go right back to it. And they went right back to it, and then this time they got the actual pick six. I thought that was just sad, sad, sad on a day that the offense looked just awful. Awful, yep. awful, awful. So the first uh, touchdown pass by Sam Hale being his first pass, or Howell, Howell yeah. uh, being his first pass ever, uh, wasn't no, that, a low point either. I, that didn't bother me as much because it was 10. from, yeah, it was from really close. That the fact that they were on the 10 I irritates mean, the crap out of it me. It was turpentine. It's yeah. A, what a standout day for our special teams. Actually, I thought special teams across the board, this was the worst half of special teams play I think I'd ever seen. You had a punter drop the snap. 
You had your returner muff a punt. You had two missed field goals by Washington and then a missed extra point by the Cowboys. It was an all-star bonanza of errors by special teams. And so that was pretty bad. But your offense was abysmal. I heard, and I know I'm sure it caused a lot of chaos, but... I think it was Sean who floated the idea that perhaps the Cowboys would have won that game with Cooper Rush. And then yeah. and then that started this whole big thing That's about a, that would have been a great idea. To just put Cooper Rush. Because he like they would have like at least gone, hey, we're going in there with Cooper Rush today. We're gonna we're gonna play Cooper Rush football. So and had least, a better plan than what they had on Sunday. And at least then if it would have ended twenty six to six, you wouldn't have felt like, okay, well that wasn't your first team offense that you rolled out there so things are going to be okay especially when they were actually trying they were actually trying and couldn't get it going yeah i <laughs> they got, kevin there were moments where they were like no no let's all right let's do this let's make a commitment to it we can't like yeah. coming out in the second half i think that's when kevin i was like oh, this is it when they said when i heard them say mike mccarthy said we got to make a more of a commitment to run the football and I was like, all right, let's see it. And they were <laughs> and negative yards, terrible. negative yards, negative yards. And I'm like, what is that? And they're not like this. This is I am concerned about and if Biotic isn't back, we have some problems. You're already a little weak on the right side with Tyron. Let's go ahead and admit that. Yeah. Watching him on Sunday, he wasn't prepared for that game. He doesn't look like he's a good offensive right tackle. I don't know what the problem is there. It felt like that changed so quickly too is that like that first game and then the first the second game the first game where he got like the whole run I was like hey this is looking pretty good and yeah and 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 I think you know the guy in your middle being gone whenever Biotis goes down that changes a lot of the communication across the front and everything but Kevin that, that was the moment was when they said hey we're making the commitment in the second half to run the ball so that the clock will run faster and we can go home is what I was guessing. Oh, wow. them But th- for to add on to it, they couldn't do it. And that's where I'm like, I had some real concerns at that moment in that game. That was a low point for, for what I think has been a really good running football team all year. You know what's interesting, Corey, is you said the Hal pass. Somebody goes, for me, it was the Hal rushing touchdown. And, like, that is what, for me, it was the combined right. terribleness of the offense is I got three stats and they just continually make me sadder. You had one first down on the first five drives, which is the least they've had in five years. Now, the one thing that could play into Brad Sham's theory is they didn't target CeeDee Lamb until the fifth drive. Is that good? No, it's okay. not. Because I kept going back to watch the defense. and I They was didn't like, want Tampa to know that we have CeeDee Lamb yeah, on the team. They, mm-hmm. Tampa's going to have no clue going into this game. <laughs> That CeeDee Lamb is on our team. Third and five, we just showed Tampa. We like running up the middle for two. I could not believe (laughs) that play. What are we doing? But that feeds into the logic. They had 10 three and outs, which was tied for the most in any game by any team this season. And then Dak's 37.8 completion percentage is the lowest of his career. It was just bad, bad, bad offensively across the board. Yeah, I had to text you afterwards. I was like, wait, did you say Dak was fifth in QBR coming into this? Because then I looked it up and he was 12th at yep. the end of the year, or at least during late on that Sunday no, I night I think he game. still is 12th. So I was like, man, he dropped seven spots in one game? But remember, in the span of two games, he jumped up from 19th to 5th. Yeah. So uh, 
he has been, which 12th feels about right to right. me because that is actually the average between 19 and 5. And okay. I was like, yeah, no, 12 feels about right. Because when he jumped up to 5th, I was like, I don't feel like he's having the 5th best season by a quarterback this year. So I think 12th feels more accurate. And the turnovers continue to run wild, whether it was the pick 6 whether it was the turnover on downs because Brian Anger can't catch a football, whether it was Turpin muffing the punt, these these, these turnovers are why you're going to be done. I um, I can agree with that. One of the things that I'm worried about now on Monday, because watching that game, I really was, especially when Philly got off to a pretty quick lead. It wasn't a huge lead, yeah. but they got off to a pretty quick lead. And you're like, we're in, probably this game isn't going to matter. Um, but I was just thinking Tom Brady's going to watch the last three or four weeks of the Dallas Cowboys. And as long as the Cowboys don't get to Tom Brady within two to three seconds, he is going to throw the ball on whether it's 37 or 25. He is just going to find those two numbers. He's going to go, I don't care. I don't really need to read the defense. I think it's, it's funny sometimes when you're really smart you make things really simple. Yeah. And I think that Tom Brady's going to make the game plan very simple against the Cowboys on Monday night. And I hope it doesn't work out as well as it looks like it could because watching 25 and 37 or one, I don't think Kelvin Joseph is getting on the no. field on defense for the playoffs, but he's going to find, he has three numbers he's looking for. And Tom Brady's going to find that number and he's going to go, that's where the ball's going. I don't need to read everything. I just need to make sure that they're not doubling them hard. And I'm going to throw the ball on that guy. There's a good chance there's pass interference. There's a good chance we catch the ball. Like there's a good chance of a positive play. And I don't know how the Cowboys cover that up on Monday night, but I, I get the turnovers could be the downfall. But even if you don't turn over the ball, I could see where the downfall is, is that Tom Brady's smart enough to throw 20-plus yeah. times on your two numbers on that you Bell don't want on the right field. or, yeah. Yeah, or excuse me, Mullen or right. Yeah, I did not particularly love the play of Trayvon Mullen yesterday. And this is another thing that I see that people are bringing up. Damone Clark from the 214 didn't care for and the running on first down continues to infuriate yeah, them. Vanderesh needs to be on the field, man, for this defense to be at its best. Uh, there, I are, think they meant offensive running, but uh, I, I hear you. Uh, well, you said Both. Clark, and but yeah, for that to to be uh, functional, you got to have him back on I the field. The good thing is, you told me Tampa's last in running the football. I yes. don't think it changed much yesterday. As no. they after I don't know one drive or a couple drives, they took out Tom Brady and, and in the second playing, half. Yeah, they started playing backup. So uh, the good thing is, is two. I, I know one good thing is I remember my, one of my points. Corey you talked about how frustrated you were with Sam Howell running the ball into the end zone. I remember when that happened. I thought, well, at least in the first round, you don't have to worry about that. You. D Tom Brady can't scramble up the middle for 10 or 15 yards and hurt you. So that's one thing you don't have to worry about. The other thing, the Cowboys are bad against the run. And Leighton Vander Esch can help that. And Jonathan and Hankins. Jonathan Hankins can help that. But in the first game of the playoffs, you do get a matchup where the quarterback can't run and the team can't, can't run. run. So you don't have to worry about that. Now, how much help can you give the minor leaguers that you're playing on defense uh, called cornerbacks on this team? Yeah, I I think we're uh, I think we're all hopeful for that. Only one time this season, Kevin. Okay, have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost a game 
and won the next game. Every other time that they've lost a game, they've something like that. Haven't the Cowboys well, lost another lost one? back-to-back games? Yeah, year? there you go. That's a good one, too. And so, the yeah. Cowboys are road warriors come playoff time. Okay, look. It's true it's been 30 years yeah, think about how many playoff, playoff games playoff have we game. won on the road in our franchise history. Though. That is a good point. And the, the Cowboys last three, have lost eight in a row. 1980, 1991, and 1992, they won road games. Good oh. years. Good years. They haven't won a road game since then yeah. on the, in a playoffs. but And it's only been eight different playoffs where that's happened. And they're only going to have to win three road games to get to the Super Bowl. Hey, you don't know. Seattle could go on a magical run. Or New York. Yeah. This is the year. Y'all didn't want to believe. You're right. That is well documented that I did not want to believe that this is the year that Geno Smith put it all together. (laughs) We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, plus perhaps get a betting with Basic update that I think we're all dreading, except for Mike next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. Brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Hey, what's going on? <sighs> a lot of frustration. A lot of disappointment. What was your number one takeaway, I guess, from the game yesterday before we get into any specifics? Well, I heard you say this, and I almost used it as the lead to my column. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, think about it. You know, you you kind of had something to play for. Yes. At least for a half, right, before you saw, I think it was 16 to nothing. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles. But, so, you, you drop a snap on the punt, right? Yeah. Then... I couldn't believe it. You have a punt. It happens all the the, time. And then you have a punt hit you in the face mask. Yeah. All right. And it bounces straight up. And by the way, and McCarthy was chewing on the official on his side of the field. When you call a fair catch, as long as the ball doesn't hit the ground, you have the right to bobble it and recover it. And the ball bounces right to the other guy yeah what are the chances of that i know um i I mean and so when you start a game like that you're sitting there going okay you know sometimes it's just not your day but i kept thinking oh okay they'll they'll recover right it's only what was it 13 was it 13 to nothing at, at at that one point yeah it was 13 nothing and i'm going and then they drove at the end of the half scored touchdown and then he misses an extra point. And I'm going, okay, this ain't going to work. And so here are my, my two things that worried me more uh, about the loss is their two glaring deficiencies got exposed. The offensive line that's not healthy and the cornerback position. Yeah. And then to make that worse, Deron Bland goes down with a chest injury. Yep. Now, word was they didn't think it was that serious, but he didn't come back in the game. Now, I don't know if that was precautionary, knowing that they had to play a playoff game the next week. But now you were down three of your top four corners. And, boy, that got exposed, right? And I don't know where you go from this unless 
Xavier Woods is some sort of savior, um, they're in trouble uh, on that side of the field. And knowing that, you know, we talk about, well, they got to play Tom Brady. Well, they got to play Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Too. Yeah. Uh, so, and did did Hall ever throw a pass Diggs's direction? I don't know. I don't think. Do I you saw, ever remember? Well, I might him? have turned it off before he got a yeah, chance yeah. to. <laughs> I needed to see how that Seattle game turned out. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, I mean, I I don't remember a pass going. Yeah. In in his direction. So what the hell is Tom Brady going to do if Sam Howell yeah. figured that out? And 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 Sorry, so I, and I just decided I didn't look at this, but I'm going to look at it right now. Diggs had one tackle. And I think it was on a running play. Yeah. So that means, yeah, his guy never got any action. But, boy, they sure found Terry McLaurin uh, all over the place, right? And 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 they had to on the on – the, it was the first touchdown, right? They didn't expect DeMond Clark to cover Terry McLaurin cover, going on a crossing route over the middle, did they? I think so. No, that had to be a busted coverage. Part of the zone. No, if that was, was, well, you know what? And I went back and looked at it Mm -hmm. because I was thinking, okay, they were in zone. Everybody else had somebody except for one or two of the safeties. And I'm going, well, somebody probably should have, like, checked the best receiver they have. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's what concerns me going forward. Not so much that... You know, they lost the game, but the two glaring reasons why they lost the game, uh, the cornerback position and that offensive line if Tyler Biotish doesn't get back in time. What, what's your assessment then of Tyron right now? And He struggled. Okay. Uh, and I don't know if he had to face speed rushers like, uh, like Washington has. And they do have two very good speed rushers, right, uh, with Chase Young and, and Sweat. Uh, and he was he was overmatched over there, um, and, and and it's not just the pass protection. You know, I heard you guys talking about their inability to run the ball. Well, why is that? Well, the offensive line's not blocking well. Yeah, it, no, it, I would be inclined like to a, agree with that. It looks like a cluttered mess whenever they say when they. I say mean, how that. many times did I, I? And I didn't go back and count this. How many times did they have a one-yard game? Well, and I think a great example of that was the uh, quarterback sneak, where it looked like you got completely overwhelmed at the line of scrimmage. But you, you mean on the fourth down? Yeah, I still think he made it. Right, because of the push in the back. Yeah. Yes. Which I think that should become illegal in this league. No more pushing in the back. It always concerns me that the running backs going full bore at the back of the quarterback, and yeah. I'm like, hey, that didn't. Yeah. Well, what was it? was it the last game? Tennessee lined up two running backs behind the center. I yeah. mean, the quarterback under center, and all they did was push him. But I, I, I got a. Pro- but anyway, that's the least of their problems. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and and then how do you fix that? You know, I mean, if, if Biotis comes back, I think you have a chance, right? Then everybody moves back to where they belong. Yeah. Uh, but again, um, you know, they, they weren't exactly right, uh, lighting up the league running the ball. I think in the last previous three, four games. Since Steele got hurt. Uh, they were, uh, their average per carry was no more than 3-8 uh, a game. Yep. And then now it's. Two seven, oh my! So that's 
Yeah, that's yeah. a problem. And, you know, I think if nothing else, I think Tampa Bay still has a pretty good, you know, defensive front. Uh, so, and I, and I wasn't so worried about the run because I said teams were ganging up on the run. But the Cowboys still can hurt. If they're going to do that, they'll hurt you throwing the ball. Well, if you can't protect your quarterback, you can't throw the ball. And, and you know, I mean, they only had one sack. I don't know how it was only one sack because uh, it just looked Dak was not comfortable in the pocket whatsoever. He was feeling people around him, uh, and he was making, like, bad decisions yeah. and, and, and bad throws. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know, when you only gain 182 yards, that's probably going to be problematic. The back-to-back would-be pick six and then actual pick six. Yeah, I think right. Stands out for a lot of folks. Yeah, and that was that, uh, and that was on him. Uh, I I think you know what he needs to quit throwing the ball to Noah Brown. I was ugh. oh, <laughs> you struck a nerve. I with have Corey, a note. I, I have a note, Mickey, in my notes that says the Noah Brown shine is worn off. I mean, it's and it's. I don't know that it's his fault, but it seems like bad things happen. And and it and he didn't and I went back and looked. He didn't run a bad route. He ran what he was supposed to run. It looked like anyway. Uh, it's just that the corner knew he had deep help, and he was sitting on an out route, and he jumped it. And there you go. And you know and and you know we can talk about the defense and you know their inability to stop the run. And they probably should have scored what ten more. Uh, yes. Se- what seven more points? Two mm-hmm. makeable field goals and an extra point. But as it was, if it wasn't for the bobbled snap that turned into the touchdown and the, you know, the interception return for a touchdown, they had held them to 13 points. I thought the defense did well so yesterday. So they held, they held their own until the very end, right? Yeah. And, and you know, what did, I think my score on Friday was 30 to 13. Well, they held them to 13 points. Yeah. So, you know, if you hold somebody to 13 points, you ought to win, but you can't give them 13 more. Um, so, yeah, not what you were looking for and not a lot of time uh, to either correct things because basically, you know, other than the addition of Xavier Rhodes and, you know, Buffalo didn't think they need him and cut him, you are who you are. It's yeah. not like, you know, Larry Allen's going to show up tomorrow to help the offensive line. Now, you hope Biotish is back, and you darn sure hope Deron Bland's good enough to play. But even at that, even if Bland's there, and, you know, what they were trying to do is what they did the previous game is play Bland on the outside when they were facing, you know, just two wide receivers and then move them into the slot but they still haven't found somebody to play that left corner when they moved in the slot. So the other thing, uh, you know, after Bland went out, they had elevated uh, Tyler Coyle, uh, the safety off the practice squad, who's only played one previous game uh, with defensive snaps. He played another with uh, special teams. So now he was inserted into the slot, and he got lost on a play or two. So, yeah, I don't know where you go from there. They better hope Rhodes has got something more with his, what, eight years experience yeah, than, yeah. than the guys they're throwing out there. And they've picked up everybody they can, it seems like, a uh, cornerback off free agency. And they were kind of settled on Mackenzie Alexander. And then he pulls, a, I think it was a groin. 
but he's been doing rehab now this entire past week. And I think Mullen looked too captivating and, yesterday. Yeah, I wasn't really excited. Boy, he yeah, he got burned. Yeah. But you saw who they picked on, right? Well, what do you think Tom Brady's going to do? Yeah. Go at Diggs. <laughs> Great. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll take my chances. I'll Cowboys take my chances. Chance, right? Yeah. We might lose. You know what? I was I was thinking, uh, I was getting ready to write. I said, I'm going to take a shot at sarcasm here because this is so bad. I was going to say, yeah, the Cowboys just wanted to make sure, just in case, that they don't play Aaron Rodgers. And then I said, no, I'm going to have to put a ha-ha-ha after it. Somebody <laughs> might not get my sarcasm. Sarcasm in print. Because that's how bad it looked, right? Yeah. Drop the snap and have a punt hit you in the face mask. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but that, that, Mickey, that that does have something to do with preparation too. The, no. like the whole group. Even McCarthy said after the game that they practiced poorly last yeah, but, week. Yeah, you know, but the special team guy doesn't sit there and take you know a hundred snaps a week. Right, he catches the ball. You know, there was a little. You know, I think they said it was a six mile an hour wind or whatever, but it was kind of weird when I was on the field because it was swirling, uh, and it was kind of blowing the ball across the field. I don't. And I tried to give Turpin a, an excuse, and he goes, "I misjudged it." I said, "You wind it," and I misjudged it. And you know, that was that simple. So. Uh, I don't know. Is that not prepared? Or, you know, maybe some of the stuff that happened on the offensive line, it wasn't a good week of practice. I think there was a lot of teams that probably didn't have a good week of practice, by the way, if you watch some of the other games. Yeah. Right? There was a lot of struggling going on. A Jets and Dolphins game for sure. All right. <laughs> yeah, what was it, 6-3 forever? Yes, yes, it was. Thank you very much, good sir. <laughs> we will catch up with you again tomorrow. <laughs> I, I lost that game betting yeah, with Bassick because of that safety at the no, very end. No, you did. Yes, and that stings quite a bit. But at least I didn't lose my job. Like well, Bernie at least Kosar. you didn't lose the number one draft choice Man, by and, winning a game. And we are going to talk about that later in the show. Thank you very much, good sir. We'll catch up with you again tomorrow. I'm glad we could have a laugh. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Well, and a good point. Bernie Kosar did lose his job due to betting, so we should probably stop think, betting with Bassick. I think probably that's fair. Call it off and nobody owes anybody any money. I think, but I mean, I think just for the sake of our job. Probably the reason is he's like, I bet $19,000 on the Browns, which is astonishing. All right. Isn't that like just under the tax? Do you I don't wanna, know. I don't do know. you want to update Corey on betting with no, Bassett? No, I don't. I don't do you all. want one, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, I'm well aware of what happened, but tell me. Corey bet first because I meant tell me. he was down Corey 160 bucks. Hear. And so he's like, you know what? Give me 40 bucks on those Cowboys. Uh, were they plus 13? I can't remember. It was plus 7, Mike. Oh, but they were, they were minus actually minus 7. Minus 7. Yeah, they yeah. needed to win by 8 points or lose by 19 or less. <laughs> and they, they didn't win do by either one. Oh. No, the final score is 26 to negative 1 in this scenario. So you're down 200. And then I said, you know what? I like those Cincinnati Bengals, no matter what Derek Holland calls them. And they won their eighth game in a row, and they covered. They were nine-and-a-half-point favorites. They won by 11. So, Corey, going into the playoffs, you've done this before, and you've dug out of the hole. You are down $220 going into the playoffs. Kevin? Yep. I bet those Miami Dolphins. And, man, I knew they were going to cover. No, you didn't. With 18 seconds to go, no, I was like, yes. You didn't. 
They kicked the field goal. We got a push here, and all I need is a safety, and I bet the Jets give a safety with no time remaining. <laughs> you did not that think that. Most, when I saw the final that score, hurt 11 to 6. so much. When I saw 9 to 6, I was like, uh, it's a pu- I'm going to be honest, I thought it was 3 and a half. I forgot that we so were going to lose. It and was I was like, oh, three. dang it, I lost. Then I saw 11 to 6 final score. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> safety? W. And I then, thought we were going to go into the playoffs even. And then, But you fought the law. I didn't lose to Trevor Lawrence. Well, actually, I did lose to Trevor Lawrence because he spared it up out there and played terrible. He knew. I don't need to cover for my guy (laughs) Bassick, but I need to make the playoffs. And Jacksonville wins 20-16, to not covering the six-and-a-half-point spread. And that means, Kevin, you are down $20 going into the playoffs. Kevin, you're in debt? Wow, that's crazy. I know. It is. I kind of want to give you $20 right now. This is kind of how I live my life all the time, I feel. In debt? Yeah, I just kind of always. Are you a United States citizen? Really, like $20,000. I'm electing you to Congress immediately. (laughs) You're going to thrive there, my friend. If Herschel would have came on today, we could have asked him about it. All right. We tried. We're the kids to talk about the National Championship game, okay? With a KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, all things NFL playoff seedings and coach firings. We'll do it all next right here on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. KNC Masterpiece back here on 1053, the fan. Let's talk about the playoff seedings, the coach firings, because things have already started to happen. And let's start with a game that was super important for one team, but not the team that actually won the game. Cut 27 right here. The Lions can end this ball game right here. Fourth and one from the Green Bay 15. These Packers fighting to get into the playoffs. 
the Lions fighting to get this ball game right here. They're going to go empty. Goff takes the snap, back, looks, throws, caught. First down, Detroit Lions. DJ Chark down inside the 10-yard line. This game is over. Yes. It is over. And so were the Green Bay Packers playoff hopes and a lot of people have read further into this because Aaron Rodgers did not want to do a jersey swap afterwards, and people are like, that's because it was his last game. I don't know if that's the case or not. Is it just because he's Aaron Rodgers? What other reason would he have had? Yeah, to what, be because like, of what Reggie just I'm said. Hold what on to this lion one. jersey does he want? <laughs> hey, uh, I want Jamal to, Williams. Want to do his he old might teammate end up that he being loves. Really good. Yeah. No, oh, not Jamal. I'm sorry. The Jameson Williams. Jameson well, Jameson Williams. Williams was the one that asked him. He was uh, like, "Hey, can I get that jersey off of you?" And he was like, "I'm holding on to this one." And so oh. I, I would believe, I would believe, <laughs> could be like, that, like what other reason is that special? You lost the game that would have gotten you into the playoffs. I, I default to what special? Reggie said because he's Aaron Rodgers. Would it be weird or cool or both? Well, cool. If you're like, weird. look, I get everybody exchanges jerseys. I want to exchange pants. Jock straps. Jock straps. What? So you have a collection of famous players, either jocks, uh-huh. probably even better than pants. What's the identifying factor on those? They autograph it on the cup area. Okay, thank and you so for you answering know, my question. So you're like, all right, this is Aaron Rodgers' jock strap, and he dates it too. And they have to take it off on the field. Uh huh. This is a family, like they thing. do with their jerseys. I the jersey don't. Swaps. Are you I mean, saying you can't imagine has that jerseys? I'm trying not to imagine that happening. Jocks. <laughs> That's a point you would have yeah if that if you were the one the uh-huh. one player that did that uh-huh. you would have a monopoly yeah. on that that mm-hmm. uh sec what yeah. do you think is the resale what? market Sector. for that Hi. uh i don't know <laughs> let's go look yeah. okay i'll go to ebay <laughs> right now I don't think I, it's, okay. They're not available. it's okay i'm logging right. in guess what? you're gonna go to ebay or whatever and it won't matter because they're not available so you'd have one-on-ones by the way did you guys want seattle to lose just so uh, that game would mean sure. everything however if we can go to cut number 26 that is not what happened there's the snap there's the spot the kick is away and the kick is good the seahawks win the game they win it at home against the Rams, and now the playoff chances still live for the Seahawks. And if you heard me say no, that's because Corey <laughs> is looking up jock straps and started to turn his computer, and he's like, you huh? got to see this. I When Seattle doinked the field goal at the end of regulation, I was like, all right, the Rams are going to win. It's going to be winner take all in the finale. And then it was only something on the line for the Packers, and it didn't matter. The Lions win. So the Seahawks are in the playoffs. And obviously, Reggie, I'm well aware. This is the year. I get it. But Geno Smith loses by double digits in the first round of the playoffs. But he did do way better than I ever thought. So, Reggie, I will give you a lot of credit for that. Thank you. And I will also do this. I am jumping on the Corey Majors Detroit Lions bandwagon in 2023. They have the sixth pick. They have the 18th pick. And I think they have that division in 2023. I'm just putting it out there. Corey, I think, is going to agree because Corey really liked Detroit during this season. I never jumped on it. But just watching them finish this year 
and then having the sixth and 18th pick. Now, a lot of things can happen as long as Jared Goff stays there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're going to be a 10-plus win team next year in that division. Well, I, I'm not sure what the road is for Aaron Rodgers, but I wa- somebody said I was a clown for saying that Aaron Rodgers was washed this year. He was bad this year. He played poor Yo, football. He did. I watched all of his games. I agree. I, he was my fantasy quarterback for three years running. I had two MVP seasons out of him. I got what I was worth. Didn't get it this year. That being said, Justin Fields and company are not there yet. But mm-hmm. it does like what they trade that number one overall pick for. Like that could uh, that could be a big deal right there. Is what they get out of that? They could really bump up their team. The Minnesota Vikings are going to be something to deal with. But you've seen Kevin. I know you're a big fan of natural progression. Yes, you saw it from the Lions from last year to this year. With Dan Campbell, they made a huge jump. And I still think Dan Campbell had the most hilarious quote, maybe of the entire season, when he goes, I heard before that I was fired, and now I'm not fired. Mm -hmm. Like, talking about expectations and everything like that. So, I mean, good for him. Good for the team for going out there and fighting like they had everything on the line. And by the way, they also have the Vikings second-round pick. So, they have picks 6, 18, 49, and 60 in this upcoming draft. And really, it's pick 48 and 59. It's a weird mock draft because the Dolphins forfeited their pick. So oh, yeah, that's right. I in the first round, that. everybody that goes behind the Dolphins actually kind of moves up a spot. So the NFC playoff picture will look like this. The number one seed, the Philadelphia Eagles. We will talk more about that later in the show. The San Francisco 49ers will open by hosting the Seattle Seahawks. That's your afternoon game. On Saturday, San Francisco has been installed as a 10-point favorite to start that. And then Minnesota will host the Giants. That's your Sunday afternoon game. Minnesota only a three-point favorite in that game. And then the 4-5 matchup, Tampa Bay hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Monday night football pregame starts at 4 next Monday right here on The Fan. Cowboys three-point favorites in that game. Corey, I am... Not interested at all in Giants versus Vikings. Like out of all the games he just mentioned. Just in terms of quality? I just, yeah, I don't care. to. I, I get Justin Jefferson is arguably the best receiver in the game. Uh, but I just, that's the one game the when I looked weeks. at it and I'm like, yuck. Now I will say this. If Shlomo Glitzstein starts again for the Miami Dolphins, that Most? game is, is horrible <laughs> is too. Sage? Whatever Are y'all talking about Sage Skyler Rosenfeld, the guy Thompson. from Iowa State. Yeah. Sage no, Rosenfeld they're not playing the Sage like Rosenfels. Yeah, I don't. That that just, you know, that that just New York Vikings game just looks like two teams that shouldn't be in the playoffs playing each other. Which is a lot of the NFC. Like the NFC has is not doesn't look the same as the AFC when it comes to the playoffs. And Mike, well, I know we'll get in the quarterback discussion there uh, at some point. Mahomes being the oldest, that's like wild. The, would you have felt any different if Detroit would have gotten in the playoffs? Probably over? so. I'm I'm excited about Detroit at the moment because they've been on this upward trajectory, whereas Seattle was hot and then kind of just like coasted. Eight out of their last ten games, uh, I think so. They feel kind of Jacksonville-y. Yeah, and so they oh. just kind of coasted into it. So you don't pronounce the e. Kevin. Oh, okay. When <laughs> the 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 Vikings thing, Mike, the only reason I was really interested in them most of the season was because of Justin Jefferson. Adam in fantasy. Nobody cares about my fantasy team. But like that was one of the things. And he was chasing a record in the last two weeks. Yeah. Just off the map completely. They they said, no, nah, that's not gonna happen. New York's still interesting because 
I still think Dave's can get them. Nope. A win. Well, they did lose this week, That's so right. but they're in the playoffs. Try. He so quit. this is playoff time. Dave's. Dave, no, Dave's Dave not a rule. Dave's. Dave's a quitter. Took on a team. He's a quitter. He took on a team quitter. that shouldn't have even won six games this year. Yeah. Yet. Why Here did, they are in the why playoffs. Did he quit before the last game because he well, had again, so because he had Cowboys. to rest the greatness so, of Daniel Jones. Man, I, I really wish I the Cowboys would have gone that route, and then that lo- this loss wouldn't feel so horrible. All right, let's go ahead and fire off cut number twenty-two as we move to the AFC. Shotgun for Dodge. He drops. It's a blitz. An all-out blitz. They hit him as he lights it go. The ball comes out. The ball comes out and it's picked up. The Jags are running it back. The Jags are running it back. The Jags are going to run it into the end zone. Josh Allen scores a touchdown. Josh Allen is running back. The Jacksonville Jaguars, through through no help of their quarterback, are victorious. They move into the playoffs. They throw a pick six. (laughs) I didn't say he was worse than our quarterback. I didn't say that at all. And Jacksonville takes the number four seed. They will host the Los Angeles Chargers. Not surprisingly, as both the wildcard teams have better records, those are the only two road teams favored. The Chargers are favored by one That's point in, the, in that game. It's one point, Mike. 220 bucks on Jacksonville. No, I don't um, think you're I allowed w- to make the bet No, like and that. I, I will say this. Everybody, I try to apologize, okay? I try to say when I was wrong. Uh-huh. Everybody who said that dude's a bust and that was a horrible pick and he's never going to be good. And I get it. Trevor Lawrence did not have a good game Saturday night. He didn't. I can't say he did. But that dude just took the worst team in the NFL and figured out in a bad division, but figured out how to win that division in year two after having Urban the Finger Myers as his quarter, as his coach in the first year. So, oh, because of that time. No, yeah, I know. I know. And so I would just like to say, everybody can start apologizing to me on social media (laughs) or on Twitch that Uh said Trevor Lawrence is a crap quarterback. If you would like to apologize to Mike, text in right now, 877-881-1053, and I'll read them to Mike. Ooh, that sounds like a great idea. I will say that Trevor Lawrence was a crap quarterback on Saturday night because I'm still mad at him for that game. However, this season... I agree, is a remarkable achievement. I said if they got up to 7 and 10, I thought that was a huge step in the right direction because of that natural progression. 9 and 8, winning your division and hosting a playoff game, no chance. I would have thought of that. early in the year, they lost to Houston and Indy, two of the worst teams in the NFL. To your point, Jacksonville made multiple levels of history. They are the first team in NFL history to start 3 and 7 and make the playoffs. They are also the only team in the history of the NFL to make the playoffs in a season where they have a five-game winning streak and a five-game losing streak. So, well, yeah, that's some amazing consistency that's pretty for Jacksonville. Well, was right it there. Brian Flores that was that close to doing something like yes. that last year with the seven-game yes. win streak? But they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Play that highlight of the Chargers playing Mike Williams when the game meant nothing and getting carted off the field. That. Oh! is going to turn out to be hugely problematic for them. They are still a one-point favorite, or they have opened as a one-point favorite 
over Jacksonville. Now, you mentioned who you call Shlomo Glitstein. That would be Skylar Thompson with the Miami Dolphins who take the number seven seed. They will go up against number two Buffalo in the early game on Sunday. Buffalo that starts spread, like a hundred. It's ten and a half. Oh, they forgot a zero. <laughs> it's ten and a half. And then the Cincinnati Bengals need fear not about the coin toss. We'll get more into that a little bit later. And they are going to host the Ravens six and a half point favorites going into that game. Kevin, a lot of these apologies don't seem sincere. Yeah, yeah. what makes you say you that? You want a division like, where there's no quarterback? Uh-huh. I'm sorry, Hook you, Horn. It's what? like it's like apologies of I'm sorry that you blank 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 blank. You know, just oh, fill in the blanks. Right, right, right. A lot of apologies that are just kind of like, hey, I'm sorry that you didn't understand this kind of things, man. But even like further than that, I feel like they're insincere, and Mike deserves the apologies uh, because he was right. Trevor's doing well. And I will be at the Dallas Card Show possibly trying to sell some of those cards for a huge <laughs> profit. Okay. This weekend. In the hey. coach firing news, Lovey Smith fired. The Broncos have received permission to interview Sean Payton and Dan Quinn, among others. And then supposedly, Sean McVay is going to decide really soon whether he wants to stay with the Rams. And the Cardinals have done lots of homework to decide if they're going to replace Cliff Kingsbury. Is this? Oh, okay. Well, like geometry. If they don't, are they trying to get the number one pick the next year? Is that their goal? I maybe. I mean, Kyler Murray won't be at training camp, or at least he can't do training camp. He's not going to be ready for at least the first week of the season. Like, I would say this: if you want to get Caleb Williams, which isn't a bad idea, then I would keep Cliff Kingsbury because (laughs) running. Oh, he's got. He just got fired. He is fired. According to fired because. You know what they should do then? If they want Caleb Williams, they should hire Levy Smith. But Ray, don't have him coach the last game of the year. <laughs> I figured I figured it was a bad sign when there was multiple reports out that the Cardinals have done their homework on coaching candidates, but they're yeah, hiring uh, Jeff According Saturday. to Schefter coach and Rappaport. Bro fired. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on we'll 105. $73 million a year to be somebody else's coach somehow. I mean, with the way he fails up, I'm pretty sure next he'll be like the commissioner of the NFL. (laughs) Glory, I wouldn't even get to say that. I was going to say of a football team. Coming up. Okay, fair enough. Coming up next, we go around the NFC East. The Eagles win the division by setting one record and just missing out on another. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 